Welcome back to The Modern Consultant. I'm your host, Mark Ahrens, and on today's episode, I have an apology to issue. I recorded this episode that I am actually now uh, putting out there uh, one week ago, <laughs> but I forgot uh, to change the settings on my microphone. And so when I sent it off to my podcast team, <laughs> they're like, the video looks great, uh, but there is no uh, audio. And so I'm now getting a chance to uh, re-record this, and it's actually a blessing in disguise uh, because I have new campaign data from active uh, clients that I'm working with right now, as well as past clients, uh, to share of more on what's working in the field right now. I've been doing a lot of tests, and the two tests, uh, I'll call it the tail of two funnels, and in January, uh, for two different clients, uh, both did 100K uh, in revenue. Um, and for one of them, they did that 100K in the span of three days, whereas the other did it in the span of three weeks. Uh, let's say client A and client B. Client B uh, that did the 100K in three weeks uh, did a webinar approach. Now, Still nothing to sneeze at because they spent around uh, $20,000 on ads. Uh, and then they also had a, a self-liquidating offer, uh, an SLO that some people call it. Essentially, it is a low-ticket offer uh, that is somewhat related to the core offer that's going to be sold. Uh, and that did well enough to offset uh, the ad cost by 9000 And so they spent $20,000, uh, but then they got back around $9,000 uh, in in our sales, which then brought down the uh, total ad cost to about 11,000, and then they still made 100K. And so that's a pretty good return. Uh, it took about uh, three weeks. The structure of the funnel looks more like, okay, great, you're going to run a Facebook ad, and then uh, people uh, are invited to buy uh, that self liquidating offer, and then they can uh, reg register for the webinar uh, that they were uh, promoting. Uh, and then after the webinar, there's like a follow-up sequence of about like just like two emails or so. Now, that model works. It's a very scalable model if you're able to do it well. If you have, you know, uh, enough of, say, like a customer list and you know what you're doing with uh, Facebook ads because uh, Facebook ads aren't quite working as well uh, for a lot of people. But uh, there are people who know what they're doing who are able to uh, make it just work uh, with all of the changes that have occurred. That said, I want to focus on... Uh, client A, who did 100K in three days. Now, I want to give some uh, context around this because the structure of the funnel was very different. There were no webinars. There were no uh, no live calls, no sales calls uh, whatsoever. And that was a pretty big win for us because it gives us a pathway uh, to pull him out of doing a lot of manual like sales work uh, where he has to show up. Uh, to be able to do uh, the sales presentations. Uh, and so uh, the other cool thing is that people were buying from three kinds of uh, assets, basically sales emails, sales page, and text messages. That's it. And the offer prices were like $2,000, $5,000, and $10,000 tier. And so people are paying $10,000 without getting on a sales call or a sales webinar. Uh, and... When I was speaking with one of my uh, marketing mentors, you know, that, you know, he builds uh, eight-figure uh, marketing teams, uh, he, he, he gave some nice kudos, which uh, made me feel good because we're doing something right. Um, and so I feel uh, really good uh, about that one. 
Now, to give even more details on the structure of that funnel, uh, for, for those of you who are nerds of this marketing game like I am, uh, we started running ads back in December. And so we actually had around a, uh, call it about like a six-week buildup. We had some engagement emails, welcome emails, had a lead magnet, uh, and we were also running uh, ads uh, to sponsored email newsletters. Uh, and if I'm recalling this from memory, but uh, cost per lead was hovering somewhere between like uh, $2 to uh, $5 uh, cost per lead, uh, which, you know, is very good uh, given the high ticket nature of the items relative to the lead cost uh, that we're able to charge there. Now, in full disclosure, the bigger list that we were marketing to uh, was about 70,000 email subscribers. But I designed this sequence so that within like the first week of somebody joining the email list, uh, they would be invited to a wait list for the core offer. A little bit of a different approach. Uh, didn't try to sell them anything, just delivered free value uh, through a lead magnet that I'd also designed uh, for this campaign. And so uh, people joined the waitlist uh, within the course of one week. Uh, and I have a very, very strong uh, welcome sequence uh, where I share the client, the client's uh, personal as well as professional life philosophies, uh, which does really great job uh, to spike engagement. We had people replying, you know, with pictures of their kids and uh, just uh, saying that they did just really love uh, the campaign. Uh, and so I'm very big on doing goodwill campaigns like that. All that's to say, from the 70,000 people, uh, we had about around 30,000 or so that uh, joined from that advertising uh, spend that we did, uh, but we had around 40,000 pre-existing on the email list. From the campaigns that we run, uh, we had about 6,000 or so people join the wait list. Uh, and it's from that 6,000 that we actually did the 100K because once we opened the cart, uh, it was really just three days of having that sales sequence. We also had our early bird discount, uh, which I think we're probably going to reduce in the future. You know, it was like a whopping like 30%, uh, very much motivated people to buy. And this is the also other interesting thing, whereas if you're doing a cart close, you might see a lot of people, you know, uh, purchase, you know, when the cart opens and then when the cart closes. That Those tends to be the two spikes if you're doing a launch model. However, with this, we actually saw the majority of sales uh, happen at cart open as opposed to cart close, which uh, is in line with the hypothesis that I had that, hey, these people are early adopters and they are very motivated uh, to buy. Uh, and so they weren't waiting until the last minute. Sure, we still had some sales that came in at the last minute, but we didn't even really have many people in the cart abandoned sequence uh, as well. Uh, and so all of those sales coming in in just three days uh, was very exciting for us uh, because it's a very repeatable model. Uh, and so now it's just a matter of us being able to find more traffic sources, running more ads. And now we want to increase the cadence. We want to see how frequently can we repeat this 100K result without doing webinars, without doing uh, uh, sales calls or anything like that, uh, because that's just a very, very scalable model. Uh, for us. And so now it's becoming more of a traffic game as opposed to a conversion game because I've got that part pretty dialed in. Uh, we also did a number of upgrades uh, to the offer as well. The offer used to be one of the highest tiers that we had for the offer before was like a $1,000 um, 
$1,000 offer. Uh, and then uh, towards the end of the previous uh, version of this campaign that we had run, I uh, decided to test a $10,000 offer. Nobody bought it. But this time, several people were buying that $10,000 offer. Uh, and so that was really great validation that the uh, pre-sale sequence uh, was very effective for warming people up uh, and then also displaying the value um, of the offers. Because I also did an entire sales page uh, rewrite um, from what the uh, control uh, for for the sales page was. And so across the email sequences, uh, the sales page, uh, and then just a bit of like light text messaging, uh, the fact that it was, again, able to bring in that much uh, for us is uh, is pretty exciting, and I can't wait to do more of it. As a matter of fact, we're already in the process of, of doing more of it. That said, the following week, we saw some interesting uh, data as well, because then we opened the cart to the rest of the email list, and we were expecting a higher amount of sales, because we're like, wow, you know, 100K, you know, from in three days with no uh, webinar. Um of course, we're going to see higher from like the bigger list of like 70,000. And we actually saw an additional like 50,000 uh, in sales. Uh, so that was a bit underwhelming, uh, especially because we also did a live webinar for the main list and we had the car closing sequence and it was a longer, you know, it was a longer follow up sequence. And so it was, we opened the car for like around four days. We still had a little bit of a buildup before that as well. Uh, and so we did a whole lot more uh, for for the main list uh, only to see you know less revenue uh really and even some of the revenue that came in that week was from some of the people who were on the uh wait list uh from the previous week but then they saw like the main launch and then uh they decided to purchase uh and so many many uh learning lessons from this one the next steps that we're taking is to in improve our targeting uh and so we're gonna continue to do uh this wait list approach uh that we're taking that's working uh, to just see if we can just continue to repeat that on a cadence. And that by itself could just be the entire business model, but we're not going to stop there. Uh, there are other products uh, and there's an entire product suite uh, that we're building out. Uh, and one of the cool things during this launch uh, that I learned uh, that I could do was uh, create a product in 48 hours. That was really cool. Uh, it was a big challenge. And the reason for doing that is because we saw that the sales numbers were lower, right? And so to I had a hypothesis that a bunch of the people were innovators and like early adopters. Uh, the, the terminology that I'm using there comes from crossing the chasm. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, maybe you can see uh, my uh, bookshelf behind me. But uh, crossing the chasm is one of the books that I have on there. It talks about the technology adoption curve. Uh, and it splits up uh, the adoption of any technology uh, into innovators, early adopters, early majority, late majority, and laggards. Uh, and so that's the terminology that I'm using. Uh, my hypothesis is that a bunch of the people who are our email list are actually innovators and early adopters. However, we also, on the wait list, uh, sorry, but for the main list, I suspect that we've got a lot of early majority and maybe even late majority as well. And the way that you sell uh, and even create products for that group of people is very different. Uh, and so I suspected uh, and then, uh, you know, spoke to my client. And I was like, hey, what if we created a product for them that solves the problem that they might have that in their mind is stopping them from being able to join the core product that we have? And so I did that. And it very robust, detailed workshop. When I say workshop, I'm not talking like, you know, oh, hey, come to this 
thinly guised sales pitch. We're talking about like designed outcomes. And the thing that I share with my client is like, I want for you to be able to go into a corporate gig and deliver this to an organization of a thousand people or more. And for them to be able to walk away with concrete outcomes, like that's the level of quality that I like to uh, create any product for, even if it is uh, within the the timing of a one-hour workshop. So we did that, uh, created the slides, created the workbook, uh, very defined workflow uh, with the actions, uh, the tool that they needed to accomplish the object objective, and then ways to validate whether or not the objective was accomplished. Uh, and then wrote a two-day, well, one-day uh, sales sequence with just like two emails to promote it on Thursday and Friday before the car closed. And within less than like 12 hours, we had 28 people um, purchase it. Uh, and then a bunch of them show up for the workshop. So that was great and some quick validation because that allows us to then go around and uh, then test that in other funnels that we're thinking about running uh, because now we have a... Uh, entry like low ticket offer that could be a self-liquidating offer that then uh, offsets the cost of running ads uh, in the future but that's going to be a test that we uh, test uh, later on uh, but for now uh, we know that it delivers outcomes uh, and it's something that we can sell something that we can use as a gift uh, there's there's many different use cases uh, for it uh, in the future which is something I'm very very excited for and it also led me to come up with another product idea uh, that could serve as an intermediary between that lower ticket item and the core offer. Uh, and the value of that, I can't talk about what the topic is uh, just to make sure that my client maintains competitive advantage, uh, but it is designed to be a mass market digital product uh, that positions him you know, as the leader in his industry and also then neatly guides people to the next level of the Ascension model. Uh, and so in a perfect world, that allows us to then do a front-end offer, run ads to it, have a order bump, uh, then have a one-time offer, uh, and then, uh, if we like, uh, add them to the waitlist for the core offer uh, as well. Uh, if any of that uh, jargon didn't make sense, uh, write to me, <laughs> happy to explain it. Uh, but for those of you who are very deep in marketing land, uh, then you know the structure of the funnel that I'm talking about here. Uh, many, many exciting tests uh, that are happening. Uh, and like for, for this uh, client campaign, like there was at least like 50% profit margins. Uh, and so very repeatable, very doable. Uh, and we might even be able to increase the profit margins. And the beautiful part about that is like uh, if, we, if we're able to repeat this, it essentially uh, allows uh, the client to earn a full-time income in one month as opposed to like one year. Uh, if you consider what the take-home pay might be for the founder of a company, you know, that has, you know, many employees and, and that sort of thing. Uh, so it's very cool. Uh, and it gives uh, the kinds of folks that I work with really well uh, just a pathway to creating more of the lifestyle business that they want uh, while doing it in a way that uh, gives value back to people without taking all of their time uh, and uh, also makes their service business um, optional if they want it to be. 
or it augments very nicely with their service business where the funnels that we create actually reinforce the existing business model and very easily create like upsells to their higher ticket consulting and service-based offers. Uh, lots of fun uh, stuff uh, happening here. I am very excited for the, uh, the, the very, very nice kickoff to uh, January 2024. And if you go back in time and listen to some of the episodes that I did like back in October 2023 when I was first introducing the nine-step client roadmap, uh, it's really nice to see that the on the street level, on the front lines testing of the model is working really, really, really well. Uh, so that's it uh, for this week. I now have a meeting that I need to drive to and fight the traffic uh, to be able to get there on time. Uh, but I'm going to be meeting with another one of my uh, mentors and friends uh, to just share with them everything that I just shared with you and then to strategize on some next steps that are coming. Oh, and for those of you who have been patiently waiting on uh, the uh, curriculum for my course that I've been, uh, that has been in development, that is, you know, the source of what's creating these uh, client results. Uh, I just put the finishing touches on the uh, all of the curriculum decks and all I've got to get done now is just the introduction and the outro. Then we can get the work books ready and then we can get this thing out uh, to the world. It's going to be, you know, on very, very late, available on a very, very limited basis because uh, I, I, these are my trade secrets, uh, basically, and they're working right now. <laughs> and so uh, I'll probably uh, be licensing them and I'll, I'll figure out the business model and stuff uh, afterwards. Uh, but the key thing is to just focus on doing great work, knowing that it works, uh, and continuing to prove and iterate on that model because part of what's happening next is I'm getting requests to come in and train uh, teams and organizations on these methods, uh, and I have a lot of fun uh, training, and so I'm very excited about that prospect. Um, all of that's in the works. All of that's coming in uh, 2024. Uh, so thank you uh, so much for being a, a very loyal uh, and very cherished and valued listener. Uh, and I'm going to be working on getting the frequency of the episodes uh, back up uh, once again. And I've listened and I've heard I'm going to also be working in to do more solo episodes as well. That's going to be a very interesting shift uh, for me in 2024 and just building out more workflows uh, for doing that. And I would love to hear your thoughts. Uh, do you prefer if I do more of these like in the field, on the front lines, uh, like unscripted? Uh, episodes uh, or do you prefer the interviews or do you prefer you know uh, for me to do prep with like a slide deck and stuff like that uh, this is all a grand experiment uh, I'm I'm more than 40 episodes into this uh, but it continues to evolve uh, and I am always trying to learn uh, from all of you uh, so that I can do my best to give you the best of what I've got uh, so that you can also get the best out of everything that you've got thanks again and talk soon. Take care. Hey, thanks for checking out the show. If you liked it, go ahead and hit the like button and also subscribe so you don't miss another one. It also tells us which ones that you like the most so that we can then do more interviews like that. If you want to go from idea to implementation though, especially if you're wanting to productize your expertise so that you can scale your impact on your clients and of course grow your business, 
then join our email list. There we're going to talk about how modern consultants and product ideal expertise so that they can have a greater impact on the world around them and live life on their terms. If that's up your alley, I hope to see you on the other side. Talk soon.